You can't make me want what I don't want. You can't dangle something in front of my face that's, I don't want that. And many of you are taking anything because you don't know what you want. And so if I can do one thing for you when you leave this room, I don't want nothing from you but for you to leave this room and know what you want. What do you want in your marriage? What do you want with your son and your daughter? What do you want in your health? What do you want financially? Like how much money do you want to make a year? What do you want to drive? How do you want to live? Stop just waking up like an accident. What do you want? And then once you find out what you want, spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. The reason why I speak with so much passion, ET, why do you speak with so, uh, so much authority? Because I'm talking about my life, not something that I read. I ate out of trash cans. I had no business eating out of trash cans. I lived in abandoned buildings. I had no business living in abandoned buildings. But ET, your daddy wasn't in your life. Your mom was a teenage mother. You, you grew up, come on, E, look at your shirt. That's not an excuse. There is no excuse for not living up to the, your fullest potential. No excuse. I told you, I didn't get a new daddy. I didn't get a new mama. What changed? I changed. And I stopped being a victim. I stopped saying, I've got to wait for good things to happen to me. And I said, I'm going to grind. I'm going to fight, I'm going to work, I'm going to press toward, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do everything in my power every single day. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. Now let me say this before I move forward, and I can't explain it, but you better feel me. Winners win and losers lose. I can't explain it any better than that. I don't know how it happens, but winners win. And if you create a culture of losing, if you keep being a victim, if you keep letting losing happen to you, if you keep letting people do you and treat you any kind of way, it's going to become a culture. All right, now I'm going to tell you this story. I got to get out of here. And the story is about, you guys have probably heard about this before. It was, a, it was a young man who, you know, he wanted to make a lot of money. And so he went to this guru, right? And he told the guru, you know, I want to be on the same level you are. And so the guru said, if you want to be on the same level I'm on, I'll meet you tomorrow at the beach at 4 a.m. He liked the beach. I said, I want to make money. I don't want to swim. Guru said, if you want to make money, I'll meet you tomorrow, 4 a.m. So the young man got there at 4 a.m. He all ready to rock and roll, got on the suit. He should have wore shorts. The old man grabs his hand and said, how bad do you want to be successful? He said, real bad. He said, walk on out in the water. So he walks out into the water. Watch this. When he walks out into the water, it goes waist deep. So he's like, this guy crazy. I'm Adrian, he's like, I want to make money. He got me out here swimming. I didn't ask to be a lifeguard. I want to make money. He got me in. So he said, come out a little further. Walked out a little further. Then he had it right around this area, the shoulder area. So this old man crazy. He's making money, but he's crazy. He said, come on out a little further. He came out a little further. It was right at his mouth. My man, like, I'm about to go back in here. This God is mine. So the old man said, I thought you said you wanted to be successful. He said, I do. He said, walk a little further. He came, dropped his head in, held him down, hold him down. My man getting scratching, holding him down. I got you. I know you brushed it out, but I got you. He had him held down. I need you for an illustration. He had him held down. Just before my man was about to pass out, he raised him up. He said, I got a question for you. Somebody answered the question for me. He said, when you were underwater, what did you want to do? Lee, I'm looking for a different word, though, than lip. What's that word? He said, I wanted to breathe. He told the guy, 
He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. I don't know how many of y'all got asthma in here today, but if you ever had an asthma attack before, you short of breath, SOB, shortness of breath, you wheezing. The only thing you're trying to do is get some air. You don't care about no basketball game. You don't care what's on TV. You don't care about nobody calling you. You don't care about a party. The only thing you care about when you're trying to breathe is to get some fresh air. That's it. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. I can't sit here and lie and tell you that my faith has not helped me to get to where I am. And I want you to listen to this word because this is a word that is used in the spirit realm. It's not a word that's used in the flesh. And while most of you will never be successful in your craft, is because you're chasing a dollar and you don't honor your craft. I honor, I honor what I do. I honor it's sacred. The people are sacred. And that's what most of you, you're chasing money. Like you doing this for the money, you'll never blow up because it's not sacred to you. When something is sacred, you spend time with it. When something is sacred, you take your, you take your dog on shoes off because where you stand is holy ground. It's holy ground, it's sacred. This your life. This your life. You're putting your life in my hand. You're sitting here listening to me. I'm putting words in your spirit. I'm imparting ideas into your spirit. That ain't no joke. That ain't no game. When I come into this place, I didn't eat on the plane. They serving me food. I'm like, I can't eat it. They're like, you in first class, sir. You ordered, somebody ordered the quiche for you. Uh, I can't eat the quiche right now. He's like, why not? I'm like, it might be something in it. I can't afford to get sick. I can't eat. I can't afford to put food in my mouth if I don't know where it came from. I can't, I can't afford, this, this, this the airplane. Ain't no telling where this stuff come from. Nobody wash their hands. I don't know. I got four, three gigs. I got to be ready when I get there. I, don't give me that water. Bo I need bottled water. Don't bring me no water in no cup. I don't know where that came from. I need I needed to open it because I got people who spent money and I cannot say I'm sick. I can't tell these people I'm sick. Your stuff needs to be sacred. And I realized that one of the ways that this company blew up is because we legitimately honored the craft. There are many of you that do not honor your craft. Like you do it when you feel like it. You wake up on Monday, you feeling that you do it. Look, when something is sacred, when something is sacred, you don't get to say when you want to do it or not. When something is sacred, when it's spiritual, when it's set apart, you don't say, I don't feel like doing TGIM. I don't feel like waking up at three o'clock in the morning and sending the world a text. I send the world a text not because I'm getting paid. I don't get paid to do TGIM. I don't get paid to put out that positive stuff. I don't get paid to do the success series. I, so why are you doing all this for free? Because it's sacred. I, because I've been given life and a gift, I've got to give back. And so some of you will never get to the next level because what you're doing is about money. When all you're doing is something for money, when you get tired, you can quit because money is not a strong enough factor, right? It's not deep enough that when you're going through hell, look, I'm not telling, I'm not lying to y'all. When my wife got diagnosed with those seven legions on her brain, see her tell you, I never flinched. 
I never, I said the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I had 20 some years with this woman in great health. That's a blessing. We're going to get through this. We're not going to dishonor the creator. We're not going to dishonor him because I don't understand why he's doing this to her. I'm about to show the enemy. If you thought this was going to break me, look, it's the worst thing you could have ever done because now I declare war. I declare war now. You thought, you, you thought I was going hard before. I'm about to go harder than I've ever gone before. You messed up. And for some of you, it's, nothing is sacred for you. There's certain things you'll never have when you stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And you wonder why everybody else is getting blessed and I'm not. Because you don't understand covenant. And covenant means when you do it, you can't get out of it. Right? And I'm trying to discourage people in general. Like, stop, do, stop getting in stuff that once you don't like it no more, you come out of it. That's selfish. So when you start getting in relationship where you can come out, come in, child, you can come out, you can come in, you're never going to see the next level. I had a strong mind, a strong body. I started studying. I started putting in the work. And I realized somebody else trying to do exactly what I'm trying to do. Are you a gazelle or are you a lion? Are you a gazelle or are you a lion? And let me tell you the difference between a gazelle and a lion. When the gazelle wakes up, it runs. But if a lion ain't chasing it, it stops running. But when a lion wakes up, it don't need nobody to push it. It pushes itself. Why? Because he realizes that if he does not catch that gazelle, not only him, but his family don't eat. What are you playing this game for? What's your passion? What's your drive? What's your purpose? What's your purpose for playing this game? Why are you doing what you're doing? And when you know why you're doing what you're doing, you saw my t-shirt, no alarm clock needed. My passion wakes me up. I got up at three o'clock this morning, no clock. I ain't used a clock in 20 years. My passion wakes me up. My drive wakes me up. My determination wakes me up. My ability to be, do, and have whatever I want, it wakes me up. What wakes you up? What drives you? Why are you playing this game? Is it just a game or do you eat it? Do you sleep it? Do you drink it? Have you possessed the game? Do you want to change the game? I'm sitting with a D1 basketball player this morning, freshman. He pulled out a piece of paper and he showed me 20 goals, what he wants to accomplish in Big Ten. 18-year-old kid, 20 goals. I asked him, why you got these goals? He said, because right now, my mama ain't eating. Right now. Right now, my grandma, I can't afford to buy her a drink of water. But I guarantee you, next year this time, I'll make my mark. I said, ooh, I feel sorry for all the guards that got to come up against this kid. From this day forward, I will give 120% for nothing at all. Strong mind, strong mind, strong mind. From this day forward, I will give 120% or nothing at all. Strong mind, strong mind. Strong mind, strong body. And George Foreman admits that he gave Muhammad Ali everything he had. And Muhammad Ali grabbed him and pulled him to him. Old man hadn't fought in years, hurt. And Muhammad Ali pulled him to him and said, is that all you got? And George Foreman said, when he heard the words, is that all you got, it penetrated his spirit. And said, I didn't gave my man everything I got. I can't see him to knock him down. And Muhammad Ali said, when he said that to him, he looked into the pupils of his eyes, and he said at that point, he knew George Foreman had lost. 
lay hold of it. You lay hold of it. And when that thing tells you to quit, you look at it in his eye and say, I ain't going nowhere. I will break you before you break me. You will not defeat me. You will not destroy me. Some of you are so ignorant. You've been through so much hell. You gonna quit now? You should have quit 10 years ago when you got raped. You should have quit 10 years ago when he walked out on you. You should have been quit. You don't quit now. It's the 10th round. You got two more to go. And when you get to success, it's not about skill. When you get to a certain level of success, it's about stamina. It's about stamina. It's about you won't break me. You can't take me. I fought too long. I fought too hard. If I was going to quit Satan, you should have got me a 17 homeless. You should have broke me when I was eating out of trash can. It's too late now. I'm in the Rich Carlton. It's too late now. <laughs> I'm fine first class now. It's too late. It's too late. I got people's lives that I take. It's too late. You should have broke me a long time ago. I'm unbreakable now. Your only chance at this point is you got to kill me, Martin Luther King. You got to kill me now. And then when you kill me, MLK, my legacy will live. I'm at legacy point, y'all. I die tomorrow. This message still lives. And it will get stronger. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? You not hearing what I'm telling you? Y'all thinking it's about talent. It's not. It's about taking the gift you got and, and laying hold of it. Have you ever laid hold of something? You ever had something in your hand before? I've been there. That's why I get on Jalen. I'm talking about Jalen like, Dad, why are you on me so hard? Because I was in the hospital room when you was born. I laid hands on you, son. I was the first one when you came out, not your mama. I was the first one. I cut the umbilical cord. I held life that I created. That's why I'm so, you so meaningful to me, son. I laid hands on you. I didn't see you from a video. Didn't nobody FaceTime me. I was in the room, son. When you came out, I heard you cry. I grabbed you before I knew what your name was. I laid hold of you. And you're special to me because I created you. You created that thing. This ain't no job. That thing speaks about who you are as a person, how you approach life. This ain't no, this ain't no gig. This is the essence of who I am. This is my spirit. This is my character. This ain't no job. Why are you treating it like a job? It's your calling. Lay hold of it. So I want to read something to you. I want to help somebody. Now I'm going to get somebody to light tonight. I'm going to give you a light tonight, and you may not need it right this second, but at some point in your life, you're going to need it. Greatness is remembering in the dark what God told you in the light. I just want to help somebody out. Whatever the creator tell you in the dark, listen to me. Whatever he tells you, remember, greatness is remembering in the dark what the creator told you in the light. I tell the little homies, do me a favor. You got three minutes, little homie, to give, give me that little crying story. You got three minutes. Tell me when you're ready and go. You will not take 10 minutes of my time whining and crying about it. You give me three minutes and give me your story, and I t you, get, you got 10, 15 minutes to give me a solution. Don't nobody want to hear that, because after the end of it, my wife left me, and what you going to do about it? Is she going for good, or are you going to get her? <laughs> no, bro, I'm talking from experience, bro. My, my sophomore year in college, doing my thing, traveling the road, not listening to my wife, she packed up and came back to the D. I said, I'm through. I said, all right, you might be, but not without me coming down there. <laughs> <I'm coming. laughs> you feel me? 
You can tell me on the phone you threw with me. I'm cool with that. You can write me a letter because there wasn't no text back then. You can write me a letter and tell me. No, hear what I'm saying. You can tell me on the phone you threw with me. I invested too much. I invested too much to quit. I made too many sacrifices to give up. No, listen to me. That's why it's so easy for you to quit because you ain't paid nothing for it. I paid too much. I stood before your mama and your dad and said, till death do us part. If you leave, you will not leave me over the phone or through a letter. I, you will look me in my face and tell me you gone. After I bring you the roses. Listen to me, you gotta hear what I'm saying. I ain't talking like somebody who ain't never been through nothing. I'm telling you she got up and left. I'm telling you she drove all the way back to Detroit from Alabama by herself and was through. I got on the road. So I will greet this day with love in my heart, all positive. And when I see her, I don't care what she say. She will know in my heart, I want, I'm sorry and I want you back. That was 26 years ago. So if you go outside and you see it's like dark, 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 and you see the stars out there, listen to me, you can only see the stars in the what? That's the only time you can see the stars. You can't see the stars when the sun is out. You can only see the stars when it's dark. So y'all gotta start doing me a favor. It's some crazy stuff going on right now. But what I will not do is allow that craziness to penetrate me. Weekend of street battles and start the The day though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me, thou my rod and my staff, I come for me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I anoint my head with all my cup running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I get in my funk over and over, all the days of my life, over and over and over again, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, I, I got my stuff. So when life happens, I don't just sit there and cry. I, I buck back. I buck back. When I see stupid stuff on the news, see, I saw what happened in Vegas. That's why I woke up the next day and I went to the school system with my church and my crew and we went in there and inspired kids. Ah, ah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Love you and believe in God. Yup, you took 50 lives, now we about to go inspire 50 lives. And we ain't gonna talk, I ain't gotta do a lot of talking. People call, Eric, what do you think? It don't matter what I think, I'm past talking. They don't eat from you talking. They don't eat from news. They don't eat from commentary and critique. Where I come from, they eat when somebody go help them eat. I'm, I ain't just talking to talk. We will be at the school and we will videotape it while we're there. And we'll put it up on YouTube so other teachers who don't know how to train our babies and bring the best out of our babies and engage and motivate our babies, I will show them what it looks like. So you took 50 and injured 400. We coming for you. That hate is not greater than love. Hate has never been greater than love. Hate has never conquered. Love conquers all. Love is the strongest force ever. And so I will greet this day with love in my heart. I will greet this day with love in my heart and I will overcome evil. Somebody talk to me. Yeah, before I point, what do you got to do to separate yourself? Yep. What time is that? What time are they getting up? Getting up at nine. Good. So you need to be up at least by what? Seven. Seven. Am I better than the other motivational speakers? I don't know if I'm more talented than them. I just know I get up at three o'clock and put my videos out first. I just know I do five a day. 
So if you're actually better than me, nobody will know. All right, watch this. Tony Robbins back in the day, Les Brown back in the day, when you watched a two-minute video and you ordered one of their videos, how long you think it take for the CD to get to the crib or the DVD to get to your crib? Anybody, how long you think it takes? Four weeks. Four weeks. I did something nobody else did. I gave away my content. I put my content out every day. You're probably in love with E.T. at that point. You're about to get a divorce. You just failed your bar exam. Your team just lost in the championship. You don't need motivation four weeks from now. I saw a gap, y'all. I saw a gap in the industry. And I said, just give your stuff away for free. And guess what? When you give it away for free, they will be endeared to you because I believe the content is sweet. You know when you go to the grocery store or you go to the, uh, to the mall and they say, try fried rice. You're like, yo, I'm good on that. No, 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 try fried rice. You're like, bro, I want to try fried rice. And then you taste it, you're like, ooh. They're like, come, come, $5.99. Right? They gave it to you for free. And then you bid it for free, and guess what happened? You bought a whole meal. So I'm being real. What are you going to do to separate yourself? I separated myself. I started getting up early, 3 o'clock in the morning. I never forget a kid from Chicago told me, like, yo, E, you talking about thank God it's Monday. You release your videos on Sunday night. I said, bro. It's Sunday in Chicago. It's Monday in Singapore. <laughs> it's Monday in Australia, baby. We ain't just getting American money. We all over the world. I'm separating myself. I'm putting my stuff out on Sunday night in the shy, but in the world, it's Monday. So me and Coach was talking, right? And I ain't proud of it, but I just like to keep it 100. I'm a high school dropout. I ain't proud of it. I dropped out of my senior year in high school. And I'm just keep it real, because I because I was dumb. It was because I, I left home at an early age and um, I don't have no other way to say it, coaches, forgive me, um, but my boys was on the block. So while I'm in school from 8 to 3, they getting it in. So they picking me up in Mustang 5.0. They picking me up in the Jeep with the top off and the sound, no seat. They didn't blew the back seat out, no back seat now. They just got the 8 and 10s in the back and it's woof, woof. And I'm coming out of class, getting in the car. They coming right up to Henry Ford. I'm from Detroit, eight mile. They coming right up, grabbing me. E, you ready? I'm getting the ride. Like, why am I still going to school? They're like, why are you getting Fs and Ds? Like, why are you still going to school? That's why I dropped out of school. But guess what? You know why it was so easy for me to drop out of school? Because my father dropped out of school. My father had five kids by five different women. And why was it easy for him to drop out? Because my grandfather dropped out of school. But I did something unique. I went and got my GED, got my four-year degree, got my master's degree, and I'm a dissertation away from my PhD, and I hate school. So somebody said, if you hate school so much, why are you getting a PhD? Because I figure if I get a PhD, I'm going to create something in my family, and my son going to have to at least graduate from what? Come on, come on, come on, 100, come on. If your daddy got a PhD, you can at least do what? You can at least graduate from high school. And let me tell you something I told my son. I ain't trying to put no pressure on you. But it's been 60 years since a male in our family has graduated from high school. So I'm going to need you to take your senior year serious. We got a lot riding on you. And I'm telling you, greatness is here. But it ain't on Cam's shoulders no more. It ain't on Farley's shoulder no more. It ain't on Bo Jackson's shoulder no more. Now greatness is on whose shoulder? That's why I wake up every morning at 2 o'clock, 2.30. Cause I got my mama counting on me. I got my sister counting on me. I got my son and my daughter counting on me. I got a world that gets up every morning and watches me. I got little kids who don't believe that they can do it. When they saw me, they thought now nah, they can do it. So I get up every morning at 2.30, 3 o'clock. Why? Cause greatness is upon me. Dr. King is dead. Malcolm X is dead. I'm that new guy. I'm that new inspiration. I'm the guy you look at when your daddy ain't in your life, when your daddy in prison. I'm that guy that comes to your high school and tell you, you can make it happen. Greatness is upon you and you better act like it.
Bro, I promise you, I love you, bro. Listen to me very closely. They pay me $50,000 to $100,000 when I speak to corporate America. I go to a basketball program, they pay me good. I ain't getting a dime here. I'm here because I love you. But I'll be darned if I come here for free and you disrespect me. I ain't 20 years old. I ain't 19 years old. I'm a grown man. I'm here because I love you. I'm here because I love y'all. They ain't pay me a dime. As a matter of fact, I came and used my influence to raise money so a group of kids can go to Costa Rica. I'm not here to get nothing. I'm here to give you something. I'm not here to take nothing from you. I'm here to give you something. And listen to me closely. When people love you, you don't do them like dirt. When people care for them, you don't disrespect them. You ain't got but a few people who care about you in this world. Didn't you hear what I just said? You in the wrong place, you gonna get shot and killed and ain't nobody gonna go to jail for it. Ain't nobody gonna go to jail for it. Ain't nobody gonna do no time for it. So the few people who you do have that care, you can't treat them like garbage. You can't disrespect the people that's trying to look out for you. Cause you ain't got a whole bunch of, you ain't got a lot of dudes, look me up. You ain't got a lot of dudes that do what I do that's coming to your school. No disrespect. The dude you listening to, you listening to my man and jamming to his album, he ain't coming here. And I just heard we had a rapper here last night. How many schools did he go to? How many elementary schools? He came and took your money, but he didn't invest nothing back into you. And you're going to have the nerve to laugh and joke when teachers trying to teach you? You got the nerve to, to act a fool when somebody cares about you? You talking while I'm talking? Do you know if I go to a Jewish school, them kids quiet? If I go to a white school, them kids quiet? If I go to a Latino school, they quiet? The only kids that disrespect me is black kids. That's it. My own are the only ones that disrespect me. I walk in any other school, they like, they go E.T. We taking notes. I come home, you talking. You capping jokes, you think something funny. Look how we living, ain't nothing funny. Ain't nothing funny, y'all. They Look, when I got my PhD, what embarrassed me, I'm in there, they asking me like, what's wrong with our urban schools? Like, why are you asking me? I'm in classes like you in class. Every, uh, the, print, the teachers want to know, professors want to know, well, why are your kids, what's the problem in the school system? I'm embarrassed, y'all. I'm a grown man, I'm embarrassed that they talk about y'all. And you know why I'm embarrassed? Because what they don't know is you ain't even trying when you take the test. You didn't give your best. They think you dumb, you ain't dumb. You can't take our people from Africa and put us in the diaspora and spread us all over the world and we survived slavery and we can't pass the test? Come on. I ain't stupid. You take everything from us and we still survive? And you gonna tell me we can't learn how to write? Have you lost your mind? We are survivors. That's all we do is survive. And you gonna come and tell me you can't take a test. No, you can take the test. The problem is when you take the test, you barely take the test. I challenge you to go in there and get that doggone piece of paper and that pencil and do your best. I challenge you. I challenge you to go to class and act like you got some sense. Ain't nobody got to put you on medicine. You know how to sit down and shut up. You do it when you're watching videos. So listen to me, you mind. Despite that other voice telling me that I would never get a PhD, I did it anyway. Win, lose, or draw. But do me a favor, don't die not trying. You gotta feel me on this one. Face it. Listen to me, face it. Here's why.
God told me to tell you to stop making plates for people who just trying to take it to go. Write that down. No, God told me to tell you stop making for food for folks that just wanted to go plates. He told me to tell you that there's somebody in the room. Your life is screwed up because you're making food for people who just wanted to go plates. You, you, I'm talking about you be, your life, you, you are a great, per, good person, you phenomenal, you got it going on, you making all these great meals, and it's a whole bunch of people coming to your house, and they got a to-go container, and they, listen to me very closely, my grandma taught me when I was young, my grandma had 14 kids who all had kids, and my grandma said, I will cut you, you can eat as much food as you want at the house, but if I, I swear if one of y'all little jokers take something out this house, I, you get in the business in front of your mama, in front of your, because I used to whip their butt, I'm whipping your butt too. With a switch, don't take no food out of my house. You can eat as much as you want when you're here, but do not pack a plate. And most of y'all running with people who when you fix food, they come to your house and take it to go plate. They don't bring nothing, they're not trying to help you. All they in your life to do is take, 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 take. And you wondering why your life messed up? Because you were takers. You done made a whole spread. And they just coming in. They can't even say, they don't have the decency to say hi and thank you. You so ignorant though. You just so geeked to have them coming. And so and so came to my house. I'm so glad they came over. Listen to me, I promise you there's some other folks who cooking or who would bring at least something to drink and some cups that would love to come to your house. You ain't got to put up with that mess. And so in 2019, God told me to tell you, your life going to go to a whole nother level if you just get rid of folks who bring it in to go containers. You already know who they are too. As soon as I said it, you already knew who you like. So see, they'll never bring nothing. You didn't even notice at first until it came in the atmosphere. Then all of a sudden you was like, you're right. They never, they always take it. And I tell my babies all the time, it ain't nothing wrong with helping, but you can't help when you ain't got nothing. You got to have something first before you can help somebody. I couldn't do this if I was broke. The plane tickets cost money. The hotel I'm staying at in Buckhead costs money. That cost, I couldn't do this if I was broke. I couldn't be a blessing of you if I was broke. And most of y'all, you broke and you trying to bless somebody when you broke. You ain't that desperate for company. <laughs> you can't be that desperate to have somebody at your house. And he keep eating at your house but going to stay at her house. I'm just trying to help somebody. He coming to get a plate from, he coming to get a plate from your house but he's sleeping at her house. She coming to get a plate from your house but she's sleeping at his house. Ain't nothing wrong with getting the plate, boo, but you're going to you, you gonna have to stay. <laughs> you're going to have to at least stay. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make, I'm trying to put it in your, so you can understand. And so God is blessing you, but the little resources you got, you're giving them away. And so what you're going to have to learn how to do is you're going to have to learn to bring people in your life. Where it's mutual. You got a bunch of parasites in your life. And what parasites do is suck up everything and then they move on. Once they kill you, they move on to the next. They ain't even went to your, listen to me, most of you in this room, the people you call and friends and you close to, you gonna die and ain't even gonna show up to your funeral. 
They won't even be there. You, you, they, you ain't as close as you thought y'all were. And how you know is when they bring it to go. So in 2019, when you see folks coming in with to go boys, you're like, ah, X. You watch them come with the X, just lock the door. Like, I'm good on that. Because you, you can't go to McDonald's with a to go container. So I, I want to say to the entrepreneur that thinks it's over, I'm not making this up. It is literally at the darkest moment, right, when it dawns. It, it is literally at the darkest moment. So you don't really even get to the next level to your darkest moments. So that's why I'm saying stop tripping when it get dark and you running. You running from your success. Like that's what you running from. So it took me 12 years to get a four year degree. I never quit because I realized like, why would you do something for 10 years, then quit? Why would you do something for 11 years, then quit? So for a lot of you, you if you was gonna quit, you should have quit when you put your first grand in it. You, you like, you like 20,000 deep now. You like 9,800 hours deep into it. It only takes 10,000 hours. It is not the darkest moment that's the problem. You the problem and your perspective is the problem. You thought you was just gonna have a dream and a goal, and you were just gonna wake up and just walk into the sunset. You're like, dream, boom. It don't work like that. You have a dream, and then life punks you. Life punks you and say, do you really want this? I'm gonna give your wife MS, do you really want this? You gonna lose friends, do you really want this? Your mama gonna be pissed when you write the book about your family, do you really want this? Do you really want this? Cousins gonna abandon you. People that you used to be like this with gonna think you bougie and don't wanna deal with you. That's, it's a part of it, but I paid too much. If I was gonna quit, I would've quit in the abandoned building when I wanted to commit suicide and take my life. And I don't talk about that because I don't wanna get nobody ideas. I should've quit when, when I heard my voice say, your mama don't want you, your own daddy don't want you, take your life. I got through that, so why I'm gonna quit over a grade? A F on a grade. Why would I quit because I didn't do well on the master's degree? Come on. And so I'm telling y'all, you have come too far to quit now. You have invested too much to quit now. You have lost too much to quit now. Get a, get a reward for your pain. Don't cry about it. Don't whine about it. Get a reward for it. And so I had to realize I was delusional. I thought if you were a good person and you do right by people, that people will take your kindness and, and give you kindness back. But what I realize is sometimes in this world, the kinder you are, the more they try to play you like a fool. I was delusional. I'm nice to you, you nice to me. Don't always work like that. Sometimes it's nice to me and I take advantage of you. So some of y'all, you delusional. I just need you to do me a favor. When you are delusional, you can never get the outcomes you want because you, the, your, the premise in which you're operating from is a lie. So you got to work from truth. And some of us don't want to deal with truth because it's so difficult. E.T., you dropped out of school. E.T., you grew up in a certain community. In order for you to be able to do what you need to do like a Tony Robbins, there's some things that you don't have in your arson that if you can just admit you don't have it in your arson, then you can go get it. But until you admit that you don't have it, you'll never be able to do it. So I need you to be a huge favor. I just need you to be real. And the reason why a lot of y'all don't want to be real, because some of you would rather be in a lie and at least have a lie than not have anything at all. You already know the reality about that relationship. You already know that job, you ain't about to, your boss ain't about to cash you out. You're just scared to quit and start your own business because you don't know if you're going to do well or not. 
You know you shouldn't. Come on, be honest. You know you still shouldn't be at that job right now. Let me see your hand. Let's just be real. Let me see the hand. You know you shouldn't still. Raise it high. Don't play with me. Raise it high. You still shouldn't be at that job, but you're delusional that one day is going to be your day, that one day you're going to merge your job and your, your calling together. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to just leave. Right? Was that the last one, son? Oh, the dream will destroy you. Right? Let it. The first version of Eric Thomas would never be able to stand in front of you guys. The first version of Eric Thomas, the high school dropout, that guy would have never been able to stand here and help you. I had to destroy that Eric Thomas. That Eric Thomas that grew up in Detroit and had like that Detroit mentality, while I love it, it doesn't transfer to every community. I had to let, let the dream destroy you. Let it strip you. Let it remake and mold you. Don't be afraid. Some of you are afraid. Listen to me. Wherever you from, if that's where you from, if you leave, you can always come back. I promise you. I promise you when you come back, you can get right back in the conversation. Ain't nothing going to change. I promise you, whatever world you're from, if you go to other worlds, you can always go back to that world. Are you listening to me? Let it destroy you. They say an alligator is so ferocious it'll kill a lion. But I can kill, I can kill an alligator with my bare hands. Little old E.T., how? They say when you want to kill an alligator, you kill it right after it eats. Because right after it eats, it gets satisfied. And it goes to a state like it's almost paralyzed. Some of y'all in this room, were you paralyzed? You had a little success? You've done what nobody else in your family has done and now you chilling? Come on, you ain't hungry no more? Next hunting, I need you to stay focused. Why? You should still be hungry. What have you eaten that's got you satisfied? What have you done? What have you accomplished that got you so full? I'm a contender, but the next hundred gonna change my life. It's gonna change this world. We're ordinary people doing extraordinary things. If that's you and you feeling me, just say, I can. Yeah. Come on, come on, I can. I can. I can. Come on, one more time. I yep, I will. I will. Yep, I must. I must. All right, all right, come on, come on. I want to put some context into it. I want to put some context. They sent my mother-in-law home eight years ago. Uh, the cancer metastasized throughout our whole body. They're like, it ain't nothing we can do for you. Go home, spend time with your family. And people was like, yep, that's it for her. She says, not it for me. And they said, what do you mean it's not over for you? The doctor said, she said, I don't care nothing about a doctor. I gotta see my grandson graduate from high school. He's a junior now at Michigan State University. She said, I gotta see my granddaughter graduate, and my only two grandkids. I gotta see my granddaughter graduate from high school, and she graduates in June. She said, after that, I might die. But up until then, I ain't going nowhere. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? And what we said to each other is, I can get through this. I will get through this. I must get through this. So, so I just need you to think about three people in your family that you love, three people. Three people that you love. Three people. You got them? They there? You got them? This is what I need you to do for me. Because some of you have a hard time staying motivated for a straight hundred days. So what I need you to do for me is I need you to think about those people every day when you're doing what you're doing. Do you have some days where you just want to hit the snooze button? Raise your hand for me. You want to hit the snooze button. Right? So watch this. This is what has to happen. That person that you think about has to be louder than the snooze button. So when you think about granny, you got to think about, do I hit the snooze button or do I get up and make it happen for granny? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Who are you doing this for? So the days you don't feel like getting up, just think about them. Somebody tell me in this room, when you think about your siblings, when you think about mom and dad and grandma, when you think about your uncle and aunts, when you think about those coaches, those people who've been there for you, just raise your hand if you say, E.T., sleep is better than that. Just raise your hand and tell me, anybody in the room, sleep is better than them, E? Just raise your hand, somebody tell me, E.T., 
You don't, you don't get it. You don't know how hard it is. E? I probably don't. I just lived in abandoned buildings. AI trash cans. I probably don't. Maybe I ain't never been through what you've been through, but I've been through my go-through. And you don't, you, don't, you don't get here by quitting when you're tired. You get here by quitting when you finish, when you're done. You don't stop when you're tired. You stop when you're done. You stop when you complete it, when you execute it. Execution is worship. And so I execute for my mom. I execute for my grandma. I execute for my sister. I execute for those kids in the hood who looking for a role model. That's why I wear the hat with a PhD. That's why I wear the J's. So when the kids in the hood look at me, they say, if ET can do it, I can do it. That's why I can't quit and give up, even though I get tired just like everybody else. Why? Because this is what I do. This is my lane. This is your lane. You got to murder it. So when I ask you, you got energy, don't play with me. When I tell, when I say again, you got that energy for the next hundred days, I need to feel your soul in this room. All right, I can? Come on, I can? Come on, I can? I will. I must. Come on, I can? I will. I must. Give yourself some energy. Come on, give yourself some energy. Crap, we wish you the best. We love you. Do you 100? Let's get it done.